0: they installed the buttons and they sure know how to push them we love our families but sometimes they can make us feel anxious this is Beth Wee in the Koinonia kitchen with Lee Kimball and we're going to talk about family functions that make us nervous Have you been there, Lee?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: Well, it's funny. Sometimes we're dragged out of the now. We're learning how to live in the now if we're trying to live a 12-step lifestyle. And the now is this powerful moment of right here, right now. Stay where your feet are. Uh, You know, one day at a time, one moment at a time. Those kind of ideas. And when we have to go to a family function, we can be dragged out of the now into a past role or a past feeling or a past dynamic that is not serving us as we try to live a new way of life. I, you know, I love my family, but sometimes when I'm with them, I revert to the person I was when I used to live with them, mm. which is many years ago now. So I don't want to be that person. Uh, I, I was less confident I was less hooked up with a higher power. I was less sure about what my gifts and talents were. I was less willing to be who I was created to be. And I don't like to go back to that old way of life, even if it's just in my mind.
1: Well, an old way of life, it's one of my situations in my life. When I was young, I was... It's not a great saying, but the black sheep of the family, if you will, I was the problem. The family mantra was, what are we going to do about Lee? And uh, <laughs> it took a long time for my family to to adjust to I had changed that I was that I was changing and and I had to live who I was now.
0: Yeah, you know, I am a big believer in consequence. When you do something, there will be repercussions. If you throw the pebble in the river, the ripples will go out. Now, for some of us, our past lifestyle has consequences. We may have people in our families who still don't talk to us Mm -hmm. years after we've made a, a change and embraced a new way of living. Don't let that freak you out, because you're not alone if you're living through that. But if you are not living through that and you've been invited back to things with the family and you feel anxious, like they make me feel anxious when, fill in the blank. Mm. We're going to give you some ideas of what to do. And I I remember when I was first living the 12-step way of life, I had to set time limits with my family. I, I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but... I could do it for so long and then I needed a break. So I came to family functions with a break installed. Like, um, I'm back in town, quote oh, quote. Oh, yeah. So at three o'clock I'm meeting a friend for coffee. And so I have till three I have till two forty five. And then I'll be back for dinner. And and that worked out for me. Have you ever had any tools that you've used what you're making me
1: think of with that is and just people even that that aren't haven't struggled and stuff my wife and her son have a mutually acknowledged four-day limit yeah they know they're good together for four days and after that I guess you could say it's no longer it's not as comfortable right right and they know that
0: yeah and and that's okay yeah that's actually living the reality not the desire.
1: Yeah, living as it is as opposed to as I wish it was. Yeah,
0: and you know, I mentioned that I would say I'm going to meet someone for coffee. That meant that I had a way out. Mm. You know, I was able to drive. I had a rental car with me if I was out of town with my family. I made sure I had a car to use. If you couldn't drive, you're getting picked up by a friend. (laughs) You know, whatever your reality is, Make it happen. Set yourself up to to solution. Um, one of the ways I set time limits was to say, oh, I'm going to a 12-step meeting. I wanted my family to know that attendance at those meetings that I went to were important to me and that I could go to those no matter where I was mm. and that I could find them. But I looked them up in that area before I went to them. You
1: know, I think it it's important of- too... You- when we first started you mentioned they installed the buttons they know how to push them right okay I have one brother he's 15 months younger when we were younger and then some he hated me because of my actions because of my behaviors okay and then I started to change and to grow out of that old Lee and he didn't Come, he didn't get, get on board with it as quickly as it happened. Right. And then once I had... Which is a consequence. Which is a consequence. Mm-hmm. But what would happen is he would push the old buttons. And I was... I suffered with obesity for much of my life. He would make Fact fat comments. jokes. Yeah. Okay. Politically, we're on different sides of the spectrum. He would antagonized and you know and my and one of the things that happened he is You would pick I, a fight. <laughs> and I learned two things. I learned number one that I didn't have to respond and number two not to take it personal. Not to let it cut me like a knife. Well like it had in the past. There's a big part to that because knowing
0: you're part of the equation and knowing the time and work that you've put into your new lifestyle is important. Why? Because then you can look at the other person that you're struggling with, in this case your brother, and say he does not have the tools I have. He is going back to the old way because it's what he knows. I have a new way and I'm not going to respond to the old way and eventually the old way will, will pass away.
1: Well and I have to say Beth because if people are in similar situations you got to know that my brother and it took about 15 years mm-hmm. we are as close as i think a brother as brothers could be i love him dearly and he loves me dearly
0: right well you know i think it's important to get some of these people on a fourth step so that so that the painful past can be healed you can overcome the panic that you feel right now if you're going to see someone in your family especially if you haven't gotten to that wonderful place in in the fourth step where you're working through your resentments You're understanding you know your part where was I selfish you know where was I dishonest where was I self-seeking where was I frightened those are important questions because once you understand what your part in the relationship is and what the broken part where were you carrying a knife with you mm-hmm. so to speak an emotional knife with you once you're res- you take responsibility for that and you don't live like that any longer, it will begin to change, but it will take some time. So in the the meantime, set some time limits. Have your way out. Learn to say no sometimes, because it might be better to miss out than to put yourself into a situation where you don't have enough support to be successful.
1: And a little suggestion, I have some people in my life that I've watched that have gotten involved in Codependence Anonymous. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, it's made huge changes in their life in how they deal with their family. Absolutely, because the the reality is anybody
0: who is fighting uh, an issue over which they're powerless, and it's gotten to a point where their life has become unmanageable, they stopped learning regular interactions that it affects our sex our security our society those are four-step words that we talk about but the social interaction got interrupted and we don't have a solid way until we relearn that stuff i have to say if there has been abuse present protect yourself mm-hmm. you do not have to re-establish relationships with abusers you do not have to you know, forgiveness, yes. You have to forgive them because that's going to help you move forward. That's for you. That's for you. But you do not have to reestablish. Forgiveness does not always mean reconciliation. If there is abuse present, it does not mean reconciliation.
1: And it seek help because it's, it's, it's so common for abused to accept it. Mm-hmm. And so get some help for that. But here's the deal.
0: We have our family. We love our family. We don't always like our family. I heard a friend say once that friends were God's, uh, was God's way of saying he was sorry for our family. <laughs> 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 and that's just a joke to all my family that might be listening because I love you dearly. But I'll tell you what, I had to learn to love myself before loving my family was successful. And now I got to tell you, I'm in right relation with all of them. And that can be for you, too. It will take a little bit of time. It will take a lot of personal work. But the 12 steps will restore you to sanity with your family. Hmm. And we're looking forward to hearing all about it. But for right now, just remember, they installed the buttons. They know how to push them. And you can make it through it. Last thoughts, Lee?
1: You don't have to react.
0: Yeah. You don't have to go to every fight you're invited to. No, Be happy. Love your family. Love yourself. Live into it. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the Uncomfortable Conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at bethwe.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.